Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and myself were lucky enough to sit down in person with the amazing Anthony Trucks while we were in California. Today, for episode number 251, we are going to do a five-minute clinic on building one habit at a time. So before we jump into this episode, you know what I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com. Click on join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. I believe we had five new members over the last four or five days. So that is a community of like-minded individuals that will help you achieve your goals and dreams. As Kevin and I have mentioned and will continue to mention, that's probably one of, if not the most important thing to dream chasing. Yes. And I just want to give a shout out to, I got two new clients Last week. Nice. And Alan and myself have a couple spots remaining. I'm very limited now because I only take on, I like to take on five to seven max because I give all to my clients. But we have a couple spots remaining. If you want fitness, Alan is your dude, but he's also going to be mindset because, you know, the most hyperconscious. I've been doing some peak performance business coaching as business well. Business coaching as well. Not. Look yeah. at that. Yep. And if you're looking for peak performance mindset or, uh, I was going to say hyperconscious podcast, podcasting, please reach out to me because I will help you start your podcast. So we are going to talk today about, I think a lot of people talk about habits and building habits is incredibly important, but I think what happens from my experience and the experience of clients is everything feels like it's burning down and you're ready, like you get through that initial We'll say pain. You get through that pain and you're like, all right, I'm ready to rebuild now. Let me rebuild some of my habits. I think the common mistake that people make is they try to rebuild everything at once. Right. And Atomic Habits is a book that we both, uh, I listened to. I don't know if you read or listened to. Uh Listen to. Listen to. So James Clear, shout out. Yeah, he's fire. We're looking to get him on in the very near future. I will be emailing Dave shortly. Put it out into into the universe. Yes. But one of the things he says in that book is focus on one thing at a time. Right. So the example he uses is if you're looking to get into the gym, when you get home from work, say you 
pull into your driveway at 515, you walk in your house at 520. For the first week or two, just put your shoes on. Don't worry about going to the gym. Just put your gym shoes on. Get into that habit. Do that for, what does he say, like a week? I think so. Okay. So we'll just say he says it for a week. Then the second week, you go home, you put on your gym shoes, and you drive to the gym. That's it. You do that for a week. Then the week after that, you put on your shoes, you drive to the gym, and you go into the gym for five minutes. Now, by the third week, you already have the habit of actually preparing to go to the gym. By the fourth week, you already have the habit of getting to the gym. So you, once you build these habits, it's far easier to lock them in. And I think a lot of people want to pull the fire alarm and do everything that they did before they burned down. And I think that's a recipe for a disaster. Right. You have to rebuild momentum. One of the things that I wanted to bring up on this episode is something that I used to do with my clients. I have them write down the left column is going to be bad habits. The right column is going to be good habits. And then the last column is going to be wish habits, which is habits you wish you had. And what I always tell people is take habits from the first column that are bad habits, replace them with one from the wish column, and basically every three weeks, if you did that, you would have 17 new habits in a year, and the good habits column would be absolutely stacked. So let me give you an example. So what is a bad habit? A bad habit is any habit that does not make you better and get you closer to your goals and dreams. What is a good habit? Any habit that does make you better and get you closer to your goals and dreams. A wish habit is something that you wish you had a habit of. So, for example, I was talking about how I want to one day play the piano and play it well. Interesting. And I, there's no way that I'm going to be able to get good at playing the piano unless I build a habit, a consistent routine into my life. Maybe it's 30 minutes of piano a day or something like that. So that would be a wish habit that now what I could do is look down my bad habits column and then replace one of those. I think one of the mistakes we make with habits is we're not replacing one. So we're trying to like stretch our days even more when we already have full days. Yeah. And I like even going to the piano thing. If you want to learn an instrument, there's a couple ways to do it. There's to go all in right. and say, all right, every day I'm going to spend two hours playing the guitar versus I'm going to start with five minutes. Right. And I think a lot of people get burnt out and then they feel the negativity of the habit instead of the excitement to try the habit again. You ever hear of John Maxwell's five uh, law of five? Uh, I don't know. So this is an analogy that really changed my perspective on things. He said, imagine going out to chop down an oak tree with a little hatchet. Yes. The f- two types of people. One person goes out and swings at it five times and then goes back inside. The second person is the type of person who tries to do two hours in one day, and they swing at it 175 times, but then the next day they're exhausted. Yeah, they get 178 times the second day, then 180 times, but then it starts to dwindle. Whereas the person who went out and only did five every single day, but for like three, four, five years, eventually that oak tree will fall. And so I think a lot of us try to do too much out of the gate. We don't build the habit, and then we get burnt out. Because if you say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym... For three hours a day, every single day. Yeah, you might do that for three days. Right. But is that sustainable? I don't do that. Well, I think one of the problems, and I've learned, this is one of the biggest things I've learned from coaching. If you're an obliger, and you're somebody who, you have trouble sticking to the things that you say, right. this is what will happen. And this is what I've seen happen. I can't say or guarantee or promise that it'll happen for you, but you'll get on the phone with somebody, or you'll get in a really good mood. And you'll set these giant goals. Like, I'm going to go to the gym seven times this week. I'm going to meal prep every single day. I'm going to track my finances. I'm going to do some meditation. And I'm going to foam roll every single day. I will literally tell them, don't do that. Don't try to do that. Because you most likely, even if you have a quote-unquote good week, 
and you do four out of those, well, we'll just say 75% of the habits because I don't know if I said five. But if you do 75% of those habits, you're going to feel bad about yourself because you didn't do what you thought you could do. Right. Instead of feeling good that you did three new things. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that's another thing too. Like worry about one habit at a time because if you're trying to do five new ones and you only do each of them 50%, then you're not getting that much better versus if you did one 100%. Imagine if we tried four episodes a week right out of the gate. There's oh, no way we would have been able to do right. that. We would have been horrible. It, would, right. it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So, so, same deal. And the takeaway that I want to share and, and leave you guys with is when you see, and this is a great example, you see or you hear Alan and I saying, okay, so we have four episodes a week. You guys hear us four times a week. Now we're traveling for speeches. Right. Now we have anywhere from five to seven to sometimes ten clients. Yep. Now we have masterminds. Women, women in our lives. Right. Masterminds. Yep. All of these things. Yeah. Every single time we started with one habit. It started at one episode a week, and then it went to two episodes a week, and then it went to two episodes and clients. Then it went to two episodes, clients, and three episodes, and then three episodes went to four, and then we started speaking. So every single person who has a ton of next-level positive habits started with one. Right. And you can do the same thing. Is it going to take a little bit of time? For sure. But it's going to take less time than if you try to do five habits every single week and you couldn't do it. Last thing, three weeks is the neuroscience time it takes every single day to develop a new habit. They say up to 300 reps, three weeks. Imagine if you picked one thing, focused on it for three weeks, started small, you could have up to 70, uh, 17, I'm sorry, 17 new habits per year. My goodness. Yeah. So just start one thing at a time because start small and you can level up as you go. What are we going to do next? Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Up next, we are going to do a small talks episode on the word judgment. Mm, so, we, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Judgment is an interesting word because Kevin and I were talking in the preamble a little bit about it. We do not want to judge others in a critical way where we're judging their intrinsic value, but we do want to be discerning and make judgment calls about where we fit in this world. And I think that. We, it's a very misunderstood word, I think. So yeah, I'm excited for this I one. I think very similar to habits. There are good judgments, and then there are bad judgments. Right. And we are going to see if we can decipher between the two and try to help you change your association with judgment. We hope you enjoyed this. We hope you'll enjoy that. And we will talk to you on Wednesday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>